0: Welcome to Catholic Sports View on Relevant Radio. A look at the athletes and coaches who shape the Trinity League, exploring where athletics meets faith. Now, here is your host, Bob Gibson. Welcome to Catholic Sports View. We're sure glad you've tuned in this week. I am Bob Gibson. And uh, before we get things started, and this is going to kind of be a Santa Margarita-themed show because that's where it's all going down right now in the Trinity League. We're going to talk to the brand-new football coach at Santa Margarita, and we're going to kick things off in just a second by welcoming in the head coach of the new Division One basketball champions at Santa Margarita. Exciting time to be an Eagle, but we want to remind you of Catholic Night at Honda Center, and that's a chance to get out and see the Anaheim Ducks play the San Jose Sharks. It's Friday, March 22nd. The puck drops at 7 o'clock, so join all your Catholic brothers and sisters out. It's a Awfully fun night to get out there and cheer on the Ducks and be part of Catholic Night at the Honda Center and those Trinity League schools that play hockey. And there's so much great hockey in the Trinity League. They're going to be part of a skills competition immediately following the Ducks game. So get on out and support the your Catholic uh, high school players as well. Again, that's Friday, March 22nd, 7 o'clock, the Ducks and the Sharks Catholic Night at Honda Center. Okay, we got that out of the way. Get your tickets for that. All right, now let's welcome in the head coach of the brand new CIF Southern Section Division One boys basketball champions, Jeff Reiner. Coach, congratulations on the championship! What a game and uh, and what a season it's been.
1: Well, we, I mean, it was crazy ending on and on Saturday night. Chino uh, Hills, a, a very very good basketball team, the reigning Division One champions, and having a tremendous player going to USC, and he was a handful and. We just did everything we could, and we hung in there down 12 in the fourth, and everything had to go right, and it actually did, and rarely does it happen, and we were just lucky enough to pull it out.
0: Well, you know, I, I some people have said it's it's been an up-and-down season for the Eagles. But, you know, part of that, too, is that, you know, you guys played one of the toughest schedules around, and that's even before you get to the Trinity League, which we know uh, is, is one of the best basketball leagues uh, you can find anywhere. But your team just persevered and just battled through. And we know the talent, you know, you had up and down that roster. But, you know, this this really turned out to be a really resilient bunch.
1: Well, I mean, I think this is my best team I've ever had. Uh the records may not show that, but we, like like you said, we played the number one schedule in the country. Oh, yeah. We beat some great teams. We beat uh, Rancho Christian. We beat at Owanda, two open division teams. We beat the number one team out of Nevada and uh, Bishop Gorman, and then through the CIF Division One playoffs, we beat the one seed, the two seed, and the three seed, and um, all of them on the road. So. You know, for this team to handle that and persevere through that, it's been impressive.
0: You know, so many people were, and rightfully so, you're waiting to see what the open division, uh, you know, bracket is going to look like. And, of course, you know, all those uh, great teams in there. But, you know, I, I was telling everybody, look at Division One. I. I mean, look how good that Division One bracket is. Look at all those great basketball teams. Literally, I, you know, I said there's six or seven teams that could come away as the champions. Uh, not, not that your team I think snuck up on anybody. Certainly, everybody knew how good uh, your your basketball team was, and a lot of people were talking about the Eagles going into this. But uh, boy, it, it was going to take an effort for anybody to come out the champions here, and and that's certainly what happened.
1: Well, the way the matrix are have been changed four years ago, it really made it difficult for everybody in Division One because they move as you win the more successful you are it doesn't matter the size of your school you you move into this division 1 category right and then out of that then they'll take the top 8 teams out of all divisions and now it's all of them are out of division 1 so you take those 8 out but then now the depth and quality of division 1 is so great that you get division 1 playoffs and it's just a monster it's just so difficult, and we are fortunate uh, enough to play against great teams that prepared us for the playoffs, and, and this team is taking on that challenge.
0: Uh, and we're visiting with Jeff Reiner, the uh, head basketball coach at Santa Margarita Catholic, uh, CIF champions, uh, just crowned this, uh, this past Saturday. All season long, and we know it takes an entire roster to, to, to win a cha- championship, certainly, but, uh, you know, between, uh, you know, uh, Agma Polo and, 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 and Kaiman, um, what those two seniors have meant to your, your team this year. Obviously, uh, when, when you needed big baskets and literally when you needed a big basket, a, a big three to get into overtime, those kids always seem to step up.
1: Yeah, you know, those kids are so special in the aspect of, uh, in the age of transfer in in California, they stayed. They didn't transfer. They stayed for four years at one school and didn't transfer. And so it's really nice to see their success because of that, uh, the loyalty that they've shown to the school and the school's shown to them. has been great. And then, you know, they hit big baskets. There's no doubt they hit several baskets that were big, but uh, it's unique to see also a kid named Aldo Ortiz Ruiz hit a three in the corner. That was a big basket. And then Kendall McHugh hit a big three as well. So in our center, Big Lee had some great moments in the game as well, scoring 12 points and guarding, you know, Big O from Chino Hills, who was top five player maybe in the whole country. And uh, it was a great team effort.
0: Last time I'd seen you guys was uh, that tough game uh, on the road at J. Sarah, where you guys had a lead. The Lions came roaring back and, uh, and and ended up winning that game. And it's funny, I said at the time that I, I thought your team came out of it just fine because I thought you had those kind of kids that could bounce back from a disappointing loss like that and, and still keep their wits about them. You know, head, headed towards the postseason. And and that's what happened. Was there a discussion at all, or, or maybe because this is a veteran group, uh, maybe just an understanding that hey, you know, this team was. Gonna Going to be able to kind of get through the storm a little bit and, and still be okay.
1: Well, it made the open the previous three years and um, and Rogbak paholos first three years, and mm-hmm. you know they we, we've we've had mixed success. We, we we didn't come away with the championship at all, and, and have actually struggled in it. The teams are so great; it's almost impossible to win the open. But when it came out that we weren't going to be there after the Jay Sarah game, and in the Jay Sarah game, Jay Sarah played great. They're playing at home, and they just played wonderful. Right. And it wasn't like we played poorly.
0: No, no, no. We played no, right. a
1: decent game, <laughs> and they just beat us. You know, and that happened. The way the Trinity League was set up, so we finished fourth. Which, if there was another round, I truly believe we would have finished third or second in the league because we had all the games coming back to us that were good games. And so, it's so unfortunate we didn't make the open. But I think they really embraced the challenge of Division One, and Division One was as tough as it's ever been. You know, and so credit to these kids how they battled through that.
0: Uh, we know the, the fourth place finisher in the Trinity could win any other league in Southern California. That's how, that's how good the Trinity League is. We, and certainly, uh, you know, getting, getting into that Division One bracket helped. I, and we say it helped, but I tell you, as I looked at that bracket, I said, man, there are so many good basketball teams individually. It just shows you that even if you take out those top eight teams to go into the open, the, just the depth of basketball in, in, in Southern California, is this as good as you've ever seen it?
1: Yeah. I, I said, uh, during, before the season started, I said Division One is just ridiculous, the, yeah. the, the number of play teams that are in it. And last year they cut it down to eight teams, and this is the year when it could have been 16 in the Open and it would have been phenomenal. But the Open playoffs for CIF is such a special thing. They went to pool play, which really kept teams in it longer. If they would even get to the point where they did pool play with eight teams and they put it at one site, I think it would be an unbelievable thing. I mean, it would just be so amazing the quality of games. I think we have a really great product, CIF, if they would put it at one site and just play it out and it just would be so much fun. But the quality of basketball, we, we play Mission Bay tomorrow and we're playing against a kid named Boogie Ellis who's going to Duke. I mean, every team we've played has had division one, high division one players and it's just so much fun to be a high school coach in that environment, because you want to play against the best as a coach, and so do the players. So such quality of basketball in the Southern
2: section.
0: Yeah, and for those who don't know, Mission Bay, one of those great programs every single year in the San Diego section. So when you're talking about the San Diego section, and I think that's what's fun about the state tournament. Now we get to see uh, you know the San Diego teams and the L.A. City teams come in. You know, Westchester and Fairfax are are, are getting to play those Southern section teams in, in the open. It's fun to kind of get all these sections together now, right?
1: Yeah, we, we see each other in tournaments and True. classics and things like that in the fall, but You know, no one's playing great at that time. We're all just kind of feeling ourselves out. So now it all comes back. And a lot of these kids have seen each other in AAU play as well. So, you know, it's not like we're unfamiliar with anybody and vice versa. So, you're going to see two quality teams play it out, and it'll be a war tomorrow for sure.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, it's players that uh, that win championships. But what does it mean mean to you as a head coach to be able to see the kids, uh, you know, realize that dream and hoist up that plaque uh, on the floor on Saturday night?
1: Well, you know, it's funny. I uh, my first two years here, we played for uh, CIF championships, and we were lucky the first year to get in it mm-hmm. and play in it, and we weren't successful we ended up losing to a Damian team coached by Matt Dunn who ironically is now at Bosco and we're pretty good friends and we lost that one and the next year we came back and beat Bray Linda in the final and that was just seeing the kids react and in all of that I was I was a college coach for 24 years so the the excitement the exuberance that they show is so much fun and we have lost a lot of games on half court heaves and I can't tell you how many we've lost so When the buzzer went off, I just stood there and I said, did we win? (laughs) I mean, I just kind of just wanted to make sure as the kids were going crazy, I was just like, okay, we did win that, right? It's over. So it was surreal. and. I'm so happy for the
2: kids.
0: Yeah, well, what a great time. We know what a great student section Santa Margarita has, and uh, everybody was out there celebrating that that big championship win. Coach, uh, congratulations again. Enjoy it for a little bit more, but I know it, uh, it starts again here, and uh, maybe a chance to win a state championship would be the cherry on top of the Sunday for you guys.
1: Yeah, that would be it. Thanks a lot for having us on, and hopefully some fans will come out tomorrow and watch us play.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm sure they'll be there. That's Jeff Reiner, at the head basketball coach of the new CIF Division One champion Santa Margarita Eagles. Stick around; we have much more to come here on the program. We'll be right back. Hey. Kick off our Santa Margarita Catholic High School themed show this week because that's the epicenter of what's going on in, in the in the Trinity League. As we welcome in the brand new football coach, Brent Wieselmeyer. coach. Congratulations and uh, welcome to the Trinity
2: League. <laughs> Thanks so much. It's great to be here.
0: Yeah. Now you're no stranger to it because you have spent time at, at Orange Lutheran High School before, so uh, it's a homecoming of sorts. But uh, you know, after spending time in the college ranks, and we'll kind of talk about these a little bit. Being a college more recently, and of course. Uh, in the NFL as well. Why was this a good time for you to take this job at Santa Margarita Catholic?
2: Well, I think first and foremost, what Santa Marita has accomplished here is, you know, incredible. I was actually in high school when the school started, uh, and just watched the growth uh, of that. And then, you know, especially being a part of the Trinity League, which, you know, I've had opportunities to go around to a lot of different leagues, but it's by far, I would say, the most competitive in the country. That was a neat thing, and you know, it's always good coming back home. You know, and it got my parents still live here, and my wife's do, and you know, just a wonderful place to live and an unbelievable school.
0: Is it a chance to? Uh... Uh, you know, kind of, kind of set down some roots, as you mentioned. You've got family here. You know, you're you're familiar with the area here in Orange County. A chance to maybe set down roots for your family.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And coaching. Well, I don't know if there's you ever get fully grown roots. But yeah. Right. You best, so. <laughs> no, but it, it, we, you know, we bounced around uh, a little bit lately, so it, it's always good to, to have something where you can really put down put down and, and invest time in some student-athletes, which is really cool.
0: Give us a little bit of your backstory, high school-wise, uh, and, and then how you uh, uh, ended into college and maybe how you eventually got into coaching.
2: Sure. You know, I started, I actually graduated from Orange Lutheran, played as long as I could uh, in college, and uh, ended up coming back there and was coaching and teaching and uh, did a lot of different jobs, was... Associate AD, uh, ran the admissions department, but I also spent a lot of time, uh, I was the defensive coordinator at Orange Lutheran from 99 through 06. That was really where I sort of started my roots of coaching. It was neat. I got to coach with my dad and, uh, I got to work for my former coach, Jim Kunau. And that was really, that was a, a really blessed time. And then we decided to, st- uh, decided to start a high school out in Denver called Valor Christian High School, uh, which, I really, I walked over there and it was a sort of a barren plain <laughs> and we started, uh, really building the school and it was a great ride. You know, was there for, uh, you know, about six years and that, that was a wonderful experience and got called to start another program. Actually, uh, started Houston Baptist down in, uh, Houston, Texas. It's, it was the, uh, the fastest entry to Division One football they ever have, have done, uh, in the Southland Conference and was there for a couple years and, Then, uh, Coach Del Rio gave me a call and said, hey, I'm gonna, I'm I'm heading to the Oakland Raiders. You want to come? So that was a a tremendous experience really being part of a storied franchise and and being able to turn that thing around, which was really cool. So that was, uh, that was fun. I worked uh, with the uh, outside linebackers and then uh, moved into the safeties. Uh, for, uh, three years. And then finally, I was just at, uh, this last year was at Kansas doing as an analyst role, which sometimes, you know, when you're, I, I got let go of that staff pretty late, you know, there was, you know, sometimes there's not a whole lot of jobs left. And, and this was a great opportunity to actually get back on the offensive side of the ball a little bit. So that's sort of, that's sort of how I ended up here. We're
0: visiting with Brent Wieselmeyer, the brand new head football coach, just announced uh, this past week at Santa Margarita Catholic High School. You mentioned uh, kind, of, kind of working your way up the coaching ladder. Is is football football no matter no, no matter uh, the level, or is that is that jump between high school and professional football even within the coaching ranks uh, just just a huge leap?
2: You know, I, football is football. Obviously, I mean, it's still it's still a fundamental game. It's a team game. It's a game really built on a lot of relationships, uh, and I don't think that changes in any level. Uh, You know, now, as far as football itself, it's funny because I think probably professional and high school uh, mirror each other a little bit more, believe it or not. Some of that's with just your roster, number of players and such, whereas, you know, in college, you know, you usually can carry a few more. And, you know, especially in the NFL, it's all about matchups. And I think if you look at high school, a lot of times it it really comes down to matchups. So they actually mirror each other quite a bit. So
0: you mentioned the name Jim Kunau over at uh, Orange Lutheran, a uh, football legend here in, uh, in in the Orange County area and what he accomplished uh, with the Lancers. Uh, you know, obviously uh, his resume speaks for itself. I have to imagine that, uh, that, that that's a big influence on you and how you've uh, kind of built your coaching career as well.
2: Absolutely. I had Jim for, he was my, he came in and was the head coach my senior year. So for a lot of our seniors, they, I sort of know what they're going through and uh, it was that he was actually also my JV basketball coach, I think when I was a sophomore. So uh, we were the toughest group ever. Uh, (laughs) We ran a lot. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, I I got a lot of different modeling from him, uh, which was neat. And then, you know, getting to work with him for uh, a number of years really was uh, really helped with, you know, how I developed a philosophy and take a lot of the same things Jim did uh, with, with us way back when and uh hopefully you know can apply those here
0: uh, you know the offensive side of the football is certainly uh you know obviously your specialty we know the trinity league uh you you got to score points <laughs> to, to compete yep. i have to imagine when you sat down in the interview um that that was a big part of, of what you were laying out in your plan right was the, the chance to, to work with the quarterbacks and uh and and get some points on the board here
2: yeah i think you know obviously football's changed a lot the last you know, a few years where it's, you know, moves pretty fast. It's been uh, a lot more spread out game. Uh, You know, the way the rules have been put down, it obviously favors the offense a lot more. So I think you're seeing the higher scores and this and that. Um, But, you know, there also is, you know, great opportunities to play great defense. Still believe you can do that. And really, I think the big thing now in today's game is complementary football. You know, the offense needs to complement the defense, which needs to complement the special teams, and really trying to, Trying to play good complimentary football game, uh, which was, you know, something I spent a lot of time working on in Oakland, which was a big learning curve, especially from Coach Del Rio, uh, you know, just learning how to be a great complimentary team to each other.
0: We're visiting with Brent Wieselmeyer, the uh, brand new head football coach at Santa Margarita Catholic High School, getting ready to take over the Eagles, uh, who, uh, had an up and down season a year ago, but, uh, we're excited to see, uh, how that team's going to look, uh, once again, this coming year in, in the Trinity. You, you know, one thing I, I, I like to think about is, you know, obviously we talk about the standpoint of the school interviewing coaches and trying to find the right fit. But I think on the other hand of it too is, you know, you're going into the interview, I would have to think, and you're interviewing the school as well. You want to make sure this is the right fit for you. You as a coach, so I would imagine the chance to sit down with another coaching legend like Jim Hardigan, brand new athletic director, and Annie Garrett. I would imagine those those were good meetings, and uh, and you felt good about the fit for it on your on your standpoint.
2: Yeah, you could you couldn't say it any better than that. It really was about fit. Uh, I think you know just being at a, a few different spots. It's it's all about the culture of a place and the fit, and uh, you know that's really what makes people I think successful in a lot of these jobs. And I'm I'm really lucky to have Coach Hardigan here. Just very highly intelligent. Really knows a lot more football than I do, I tell you what. Uh, and then, you know, uh, Sergio's here and, you know, a bunch of alums have, have. Stayed around, and really, what makes this place special? So, yeah, I think I think you know, always asking about what it, you know how, what has changed, and obviously, the training league's changed a little bit since I've been here. So, that was good to get some some insight and wisdom from those guys. Absolutely,
0: yeah. There's been been a few changes in high school football since uh, since you were last uh, uh, on the sidelines uh, of a high school football game. That's for sure. Some of those changes revolve around transfers, and, and it's no secret. Uh, as the last coaching staff was was like go oh, at Santa Margarita, some of the kids decided, hey, we're gonna go maybe look at our. Uh, our options elsewhere um you know th- those are obviously kids no longer part of the program uh not something you know you're probably focused on at, at this point you're focusing on the kids that have stayed and 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 might come s- still want to be a part of, of the program what was your first meeting like with with the kids that are on campus and our eagles today
2: it was- Great! I came in quickly last week and got to got to introduce myself to the players and the parents, and that that's been fantastic. And then really, I've been running around a little bit. So <laughs> this week, I, I get to spend some time with with the players, a lot more time with the players. So that'll be a that'll be a neat thing. And it's been great being around them. And uh, I think they're really uh, focused on working hard, and you know they're they're excited. So this, I'm very pleased and very excited about it.
0: You mentioned the players that are coming back. I mean, is there is there a focus at all about what happened the last couple of years? At Santa Margarita, are you able to use any of, of of last year, or is it just a completely clean slate and 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 it's now a new era, top to bottom at Santa Margarita?
2: I think always looking at you know what what we did well and ways we can improve is is critical. So you know we spent a good amount of time you know looking at sort of you know where we can sort of gain some ground uh on some of these teams and uh, you know I think I think we got a lot of a lot of things were in place and they did a really good job with that and I think it's just trying to build off that as we go on
0: Brent Wieselmeyer is our guest. He's the new head football coach at Santa Margarita Catholic High School. You mentioned before that uh, high school and professional football sort of each other. You've had the last uh, couple of years in college football. Does that give you a unique perspective as, as you as you help kids as well? Because you know part of it is helping these kids who do want to get to that next level. Um, do, do you have a unique perspective in, in helping those kids get to that next level if that's where they want to be?
2: Yeah, I think I think anytime you go through a recruiting process uh, with the student athlete, it is. It is very different, and it keeps evolving and changing. So, you know, definitely, I've, I've tried to, you know, sort of hone that philosophy on how to how to get kids to go on and play from from those experiences, from sitting in homes with kids, with young men trying to figure out where they wanted to go to school, and you know, obviously, just from being around some great pros, I think they give you some unique perspective. You know, just being around Derek and Cleel and you know Reggie Nelson, Charles Woodson, those are all guys that have a you know their own perspective perspective on you know why they were successful and why they kept you know advancing in the in the game and you know obviously trying to give that to our student athletes finding again you know you talked about really the right fit because uh, i think that's where a lot of kids you know they they like what the school looks like or what kind of helmets they have or gloves or whatever but it, it really comes down to fit you know because some of our best players i tell you what in oakland it was definitely because of where they went to college. Khalil went to Buffalo and Derek went to Fresno state and so on and so forth. It's just, it's just finding that right fit and the right people to be around and mentor you.
0: You've coached on both sides of the football. Do you feel like you're, you're stronger on one side or the other, or do you prefer kind of coaching one side or the other?
2: Uh, <laughs> no, I enjoy I enjoy both of them. I'm probably a little bit more focused on defense. That's sort of where I, I did a lot more work and, mm-hmm. uh, professional in college but you know you got to be able to know both I mean you really do today's game there's so much crossover and you know I think really I'm, I'm just trying to get a great staff together and then I'll, I'll compliment where I, where I sort of need to be so <laughs> I'll figure out which side of the ball I'll be really working on here and uh, very quickly.
0: You led me right into my next question, which was putting a staff together. Um, you know, obviously uh, that's that's got to be time consuming as well. I know you've got plenty of contacts, obviously in in the football world. Did did you have some people in mind or people that are already in place that you're going to bring with you?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, I think there, there's a great staff here. You know, and, and those guys they've done a very good job. We're gonna you know obviously continue on that path, but I, I think just adding some guys. You know, it was sort of unique. Uh, got some unique calls from from different guys. We're not all finalized, but I think in the next. Prizes next week. You'll see some pretty interesting names that are going to come out that uh, are really excited about Santa Margarita.
0: We talk about uh,
2: surprises. Surprise! I got to give you a couple surprises. Okay. There,
0: so we'll no, I, sure. I'm looking forward to it because I did, obviously yeah. with your contacts in with, with the with the Raiders and uh, at Kansas, right? So, so some big time college football, and with the Raiders, I, I expect to hear some big names coming up here in the next couple of weeks.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I think the big thing is just having great servant leaders who want to really you know mentor and develop uh these young men and played exciting brand of football and it and that's it's so neat to see some of the guys that called about you know, have an opportunity to be part of this school, so I'm really excited. I'm probably more excited for our players than just what they're going to get development wise. It, it'll be pretty, pretty unique. Well, and you
0: mentioned the, the bigger picture of it, and, and being called. You know, I'm certain that at some point you, you probably sat down and prayed on this, and then thought, okay, is this is this the next step for me? You, you obviously come from a high school uh, where you went to high school and coach there, where certainly faith is a huge part of the curriculum and the environment at, at Orange Lutheran. Same thing at Santa Margarita. So when we talk about fit right so from the standpoint of having that faith uh aspect of it i'm sure that's a big part of of what you want to bring in as well
2: absolutely and i think just you know continuing the mission and vision of santa margarita as far as the school you know we're obviously we're a little you know we're on the we're in the public eye not everybody gets to look in the classroom all the time but they get to look out and see what we're doing on the field so you know we're definitely a window to what this school is about and i and i think the biggest thing that you know we're here to do is you know develop young men help make them great husbands great fathers and you know really live in, uh, a life of faith and you know that they are you know every day in prayer and praying obviously uh for one another in that so i think it's a it's a great opportunity and'm i I'm so excited to be back in a uh, a school that can profess their faith which is you know an incredible credible place to work and be
0: you know, it just occurred to me there's a, uh, there's a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback who played at Santa Margarita who was also a former Raider. So, uh, we'll, we'll see if that's one of the names that pops up on the
2: radar here. The <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just missed Carson. No, it would have uh, been great to work with Carson. I just, I just missed him up in Oakland. Right. So, um, <laughs> it is really cool though. I, I will tell you when, when you talk about people and the impact they have. You know, when you talk to equipment guys, photographers, uh, you know, just some of the people that, you know, weren't even the coaches up in Oakland and when they talk so highly about Carson and, uh, really what he meant to that organization in the short time he was there is, uh, really neat. You just see the, the impact, you know, players can have on their community, which is really cool.
0: Well, obviously, uh, as you know, the, the, this league is the uh, the top league uh, in, in the country. There's no doubt about it. Uh, three national football champions in the over the last four or five years. Obviously, modern day back to back. We know what Bosco can do. We certainly know Servite uh, is, is reloading, and Jay Serra is ready to burst on the scene as, as one of those top teams. Obviously, you as you know, you've got your work cut out for you already in this league.
2: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, and that's—I think—that's one of the fun parts. Is all that you know? There's a lot of challenge with it, and it's going to be—it'll uh, be a fun ride.
0: Yeah, it—it it, it certainly will be. Well, coach, we're—we're we're glad we've got a chance uh, to meet you here uh, so far, and we look forward to uh, what, what's coming for the Eagles. And uh, sounds like everything's in good hands. So we appreciate you coming on the program.
2: No, it was great. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Thanks a lot. That's Brent Wieselmeyer. He's the brand new head football coach at Santa Margarita Catholic High School. Want to thank Coach Wieselmeyer and Coach Reinert both at Santa Margarita as. We We mentioned at the top, an exciting time to be a Santa Margarita Catholic Eagle. Uh, if you want to drop us a line here, it's catholicsportsview at gmail.com. Send us an email, and you can always catch us on Twitter. We are on there quite a bit at Catholic SV. That is at Catholic SV. Give us a follow there. We remind you one more time about Catholic Night at Honda Center. Get those tickets right now, Friday, March 22nd. Ducks and the Sharks. That is Catholic Night out at the Ducks game. We thank you for joining us again this week, and we'll see you next week right here on Catholic Sports View, where athletics meets
2: faith.